Welcome to Sandy Park and welcome to Expression FM live coverage of Exeter Chiefs women against Saracens women in round six of the Allianz Premier 15s. Today's match will be a rematch of the Premier 15s final last season at Six Ways Stadium, where Saracens were crowned champions, winning 43-21. My name is Joseph Terry and I'm joined today by Head of Rugby at the station and EURFC Media Manager Alex Greger. Today's rematch of the Premier 15s final is played under different conditions as Saracens sit fifth in the table with a competitive mid-table fight whilst Chiefs sit second place, four points off league leaders Gloucester Hartbury with one-third of regular season matches played for many teams. Susie Appleby's Chiefs have started off the 2022-23 season with a bang, winning five of six matches this season in the second-longest winning streak of the league, held by the league-leading boots of Olivia McGovern and the try-scoring ability of Maisie Allen, and, Maisie Allen and Katie Buchanan amongst the squad, maximising bonus points this season, picking up bonus points at five times. Bar an eight-point round one loss to league leaders and shoe-ins for finalists Gloucester Harpery, Chiefs have been ruthless in attack, defeating DMP Durham Sharks away from home 95-0, which included braces for Clara Nielsen, Merrin Doidge, Katie Buchanan, Maisie Allen and Charlotte Woodman. Furthermore, 44-point and 47-point margins of victory for Chiefs against University of Worcester Warriors and Loughborough Lightning Northampton Saints show that Susie Appleby's side value attacking threats along with strong defensive packs. A 27-0 victory over third-place Harlequins, presenting that the Chiefs have become one of the strongest teams in the Allianz Premier 15s. Chiefs travelled to the Corpac Stadium in Sale last weekend and returned with a bonus point 35-10 victory. Hope Rogers will be looking to continue her form after her brace of tries at Hayward Park, as will Kate Zachary and Merrin Doidge. Liz McGovern's 100% conversion accuracy over five tries earned her place in the team of the round, as did the performance of Delaker Menin. Saracen's season has been defined by their opposition as much as their performances. Back-to-back 19-10 and 7-13 losses to Harlequins and Gloucester Hartbury presenting early difficulties for Alex Osterbury's Sarri's title defence. However, Saracens come into this fixture with confidence after an 89-0 victory over DMP Durham Sharks at the Stonex Stadium. Saracens average points per game this season of 34.6 and maximisation of bonus points only three times a possible five show that the offensive threat of the Saracens has been tested this season. May Campbell tied first scorer with seven tries in the league and fourth in the league for points scored with 35 so far. Co-captain Marley Packer commented, quote, We want to go and do a job down in Exeter. It's a tough place to go to win. Whilst in run-up to the fixture, Director of Rugby Alex Osterbury promoted the quality within his squad. Quote, We're filled with character and quality. If we live up to that, we'll be in a decent position. The lineups for today's game is as follows. The lineup for the Chiefs. Merrin Doidge stays at 15. Laurie Kramer replaces Jody Unsley at 14, having played 20 minutes last game off the bench. Kate Zachary moves to 13, having played at 8 last game, replacing Nancy McGillivray. Gabby Cantona starts at 12. Claudia McDonald at 11. Liz McGovern at 10. Flo Robinson at 9. Hope Rogers at number 1. Cleaner Maloney replaces Emily Totosi at hooker. Delaker Menin keeps her spot at tight head prop. Nicola Friday replaces Abby Fleming at number 4. And co-captain Poppy Leach replaces Nicola Friday at number 5. Having played 60 minutes off the bench. Ebony Jeffries at six. Macy Allen at seven. Rachel Johnson at eight. And on the subs bench, Emily Totosi, Sylvia Tarani, 
Charlie Jacoby, Linda van der Velden, Edel McMahon, Brooke Bradley, Robin Wilkins and Nancy McGillivray. Alex Osterbreeze Saracen's team is as follows. Sarah McKenna, Sarah McKenna at 15, Jess Breach at 14, Sydney Gregson at 13 replacing Hannah Casey. Hannah Casey moving to 12 after starting 13 against DMP Durham Sharks. Co-captain Charlotte Clapp at 11. Holly Aitchison at 10, having moved from 12. Leanne Infant at 9. Kelsey Clifford at loose head prop. May Campbell at hooker. Alexandria Ellis at tight head prop. Fiona McTosh and Louise McMillan at 4 and 5. Grace Moore and Marley Packer as co-captain at 6 and 7. And Poppy Cleal at number 8. On the bench, Jodie Retty and Mackenzie Carson. Mika Goodin, Katha Jacobs, Georgie Evans, Ella Weiras, Isla Alejandra and Corinne Grant. An interesting game here. Crunch game in the Premier 15 season for both teams. What are your thoughts on this game, Alex? Yeah, Jodie's going to bounce be a fantastic game here at Sandy Park. A great turnout in the crowd as well. I think over 2,000 tickets sold. It's bound to be a crack. And as you said, last year's Premiership final... What about where to spend the January afternoon? Exactly, Alex. It's going to be an important game. Going to be a competitive game, I think. Maybe the game's going to have some high attacking threat from both sides here. We're waiting to see who will come out on top in this crunch game in the Allianz Premier 15s. As we just tick over to three o'clock. And round six of the Premier 15s for Exeter Chiefs has begun. Gabby Cantona. Gabby Cantona goes for a tactical kick. It is collected. Passes out! Poor pass from Saracens. And Holly Aitchison has been tackled one metre away from her line here. A poor pass slipped through the hands of Holly Aitchison. She managed to just about recover, literally a metre out from her own line. And again, Saracens, for a fourth, fifth time in this game, luckily to come unscathed. Ball comes out to centre field. Now it's a quick run there from Maisie Allen. Maisie, and then it's distributed out towards Liv McGovern. Liv McGovern takes the ball from... Kate Zachary and Exeter Chiefs score in the corner. First score, 5-0 to the Chiefs. Eight half minutes gone. Exeter finally had their breakthrough. Saracen couldn't hold on any longer. It was a lovely play from Rachel Johnson. The number eight, lovely crash ball, getting the foot away to finally McGovern. He scored that wide in the corner. Fantastic front foot play from Exeter as they look to convert this dominance. Saracen need to find something. They need to get a grip of this game. Too many mistakes, especially handling errors, allowing Exeter to dominate territory and lead this game 7-0. Ten minutes in. Great start for the Chiefs here at Sandy Park. Paul Handinger, Flo Robinson takes the ball. Gabby Cantona down the wing. Flo Robinson. Flo Robinson chases the ball. She kicks the ball up with her feet and she scores. Yeah, no, that all came from the great pressure defensively from Exeter. Forcing the knock-on from McMillan in midfield. And then the breakdown of the wing. Kramer, death middle, grubber kick through. Inch perfect. I mean, you want to give the credit to her there. And Flo Roman, some excellent improvisation to finish in the corner. And the EUWRSC player gets the try here. It's for 12 up, 12 minutes in the game. Yes, EURFC represented here. Flo Robinson scores her third try Premier 15 season. Chiefs 12, Saracens nil. 13 minutes through the first half. Poor discipline here from the Saracens. Saracens now playing with 14. Yeah, Poppy Clill getting sent to the bin there. That's a big loss for Saracens. Back to the hands. There are two big names in that pack, in Packer and Clill. 
the lads are getting bin for 10 minutes. There is a player out wide onto the wing. And she will push forward into the try zone. Great finish there. Maisie Allen with the try as well. Another EUWRC player getting the score. And Exeter are romping to victory already. 17-0 up, 18 minutes in. Exeter Chiefs are nearly at bonus point territory here. We're only 18 minutes into the game. Chiefs have blown away Saracens in the first 18 minutes of this game here. It remains 17-0 after 20 minutes. Quarter got in the match. What are your thoughts right now, Alex? I mean, Saracens need an almighty comeback here. 17 points down, just 20 minutes in. Extra dominant territory, dominant possession. Their forward carries have been excellent. As I mentioned at the start of the game, that there needs to be quality, and they have really have been. Like for Rachel Johnson, especially, have been thoroughly impressed by. Chiefs are imperious in attack right now. As Kate Zachary takes the ball and runs forward 30 metres. Zachary, what a finish. What carries from Ebony Jeffries in midfield. Rachel Johnson, though, made the break. Carving through the defence and getting the stump shot off her away to Kate Zachary and the American international. Number eight last week, outstanding this week. What can't she do? Roars underneath the post and X have a bonus point score. Halfway the first half. What can Saris do? Sandy Park gives respect to Liv McGovern no matter how difficult the kick is. She converts 24 Chiefs, Saracens, nil. Front forward pack showing a dominance here. Great run there by Nicola Friday as she pushes forward. Out towards Liv McGovern. Merrick Deutsch pushes forward. Merrin Deutsch. A tackle on the line. I'm not sure it was on Saris, but Merrin Deutsch looked destined to score there. Cleaner Maloney feeds the ball in. Chiefs win the line out comfortably. They keep driving. And the ball is touched down there. Dominant again, Chiefs. 29 0. Yeah, extra. Using their pack dormant that we've seen all game. We just heard it announce. Hope Rogers, the scorer. Loose head prop. Doing the dirty work. Getting her rewards this time. Hope Rogers scores her fifth try of the season. Chiefs still 29 nil up here after 31 minutes. May Campbell here to feed a line out for Saris. Saracens play another trick play of a short line out. Saracens keep driving forward. They drive forward 10 metres. Chiefs Scramble to defend here. The first real moment of a good attack here. Great kick there, which is recovered. And it's touched down. Touched down by Charlotte Clapp off an ingenious kick from Holly Aitchison to make the score 29 5 to the Saracens. Do you think this is the moment when Saracens start to pick up again in this game? It's got to be a score just before half time, just four or five minutes to go. That's what they needed, getting some confidence going into the break. Sublime and Saris. I'm mean, not going to say back in this match quite yet, but they've got hope. 29 Chiefs, 7 Saracens. 35 minutes gone. Alexandria Ellis takes the ball. Penalty given to the Saracens. Looks like the momentum is starting to swing slightly more towards Saracens, isn't it, Alex? Yeah, Saracens start to get a hole in this game, finally get some territory and some possession in dangerous areas. And using it to full effect, their maul especially, is what's been dangerous and causing havoc for Exeter. They've got to be careful about cards, I think, soon. Saracens need to get a try before half-time, though, I'd say. 
certainly do need to get a try before half time. So at half time, Chiefs 29, Saracen 7s. Yeah, Chiefs very much a dominant for the opening half an hour of that game. Saracen began to come back into it late, doors, but Chiefs were certainly happy with the two sides. They run into the shelter for break. We will return on Expression FM's live coverage of ex-Chiefs women after the break. Welcome back to Expression FM live coverage of Exeter Chiefs women versus Saracens women in round six of the Allianz Premier 15s at Sandy Park. Exeter Chiefs come into the second half 29-7 up. Saracens are looking strong at the start of this first half here. Chiefs looking like they need to scramble defence right now. Yeah, Saris finally have something to cheer about. Getting some forward momentum, excellent chase from the kick. Getting the turnover and getting all up to the extra line, but can't quite convert. If, once they um, find that clinicality, Saris, I think you can never write off. Recovered by Merrin Doidge. The bounce is not very friendly. Merrin Doidge does, does a good job to control. Offload by Merrin Doidge towards Liv McGovern. As the ball goes out to the wing. Towards Kate Zachary. Kate Zachary recovers the ball after momentarily losing control. Poppy Leach takes the ball. Extra chance ring out here. Hope Rogers takes the ball and then passes along to take the tackle. As we have a penalty. Stronger response there from the Chiefs after initial threat from the Saracens, Alex. Yeah, good repellent by Chiefs. A nice throw down the, um, down the left flank. Saracen need to hold their width a little more in defence. That won't be an issue, but some good hands. I'm not sure Merrin Doidge, I think it was, getting the offload away brilliantly. If Chiefs keep doing that, nothing wrong with how they're playing. Exeter need to hold on now. They've got a 22-point lead here. They just need to make sure they keep uh, the defence strong and they don't pick up any yellow cards. We saw that's the yellow cards for Poppy Cleal within the first half was an important turning point. Two tries scored in that period. Advantage given to Chiefs here as they push one into their final quarter. There is a mass of bodies at the try line here. And the try is given there. Try given for Chiefs. 34-7. Liv McGovern to convert. We'll wait and see who scored it. You can't really tell up here from the stands. No, no idea who scored it. It was a whole pile of bodies for the forwards, all driving hard near the line to get over the, the try. Always that glorious five points. And we're going to find out very soon who's got it, but it was a great team try. Working from the edge of the 22, getting the turnover and working the way up to the try line for the score in the end. But extra cheese up by 34-7 early in the, the second half. As Sandy Park goes quiet, Liv McGovern is charged down. In fact, Liv McGovern is charged down. McGovern moved towards the ball and it was charged down. But we've just found out the try scorer. I mean, her incredible season continues. Maisie Allen, yet another try for the oversized flanker. As the ERFC faithful go mental here in the crowd as Maisie scores the second of the day. Yes, her eighth try of the season, her second so far today. Interesting change here. Interesting change here. Robin Wilkins here coming on for the... For the Chiefs, for Liv McGovern, who's had a great game, Liv McGovern. Yeah, she certainly has, Joseph. She's been everywhere, but her kicking's been excellent, missing just one. Around the park as well, she's been governing the attack. 
but also her, her play with ball in hand, not just the marshalling of the attack, but taking on the defence herself, engaging that first line and shipping the ball out wide. She's been excellent today for government. Contributing with the boot and scoring tries in this game. And we also have another substitution here as we will have Linda van der Velden coming on as we have another kicking set piece here. Kicking was started as an important part of the game by Susie Appleby in her pre-match interview. And we have a poor handling error there from Sarah McKenna who loses her footing and falls onto her back. The ball, in fact, passing into touch from the drop. These handling errors aren't going away for Saracens, are they, Alex? No, it's been the main point in their game so far. Really struggling. It's not even like the ball's in slippery, perfect conditions here um, at Sandy Park. That's just a, um, a rookie error that you expect most fullbacks not to make, but that's kind of done. Some at Saracens Day, all in all. Unfortunately, Sarah McKenna. Exactly. I think that if Saracens hadn't been so unclinical at the start of this game, this game might have been slightly tighter as there is another penalty given as the advantage has run out. What's your thoughts on the consistent fouls here for Chiefs? There's a risk of cards here, isn't there? Yeah, they're starting to build up a little bit, aren't they? Chiefs need to be careful one or two more and they might find themselves in a little bit of trouble. The line-out is taken and it is claimed by Saracens who drive forward. They push past the 22. And Saracens push over the line and the try is given. Uh, so, Chiefs 34, Saracens 12. Saracens showing their dominance in forward pack. Jody Beatty, I think, scoring the try. And we, we alluded to it earlier. Chiefs, uh, Chiefs really struggling at more time compared to Saris. They're all ripping through. A couple of penalties early in the game. This time it leads in a try. And with 15 minutes to go, I said earlier, never write the Saris team off. Is it a little bit too late, though? Only time will tell. Conversion is missed, however, by Holly Aitchison. It will remain third full 12. You can see that Saracens are l- looking to play quickly. Every time they've had a conversion, they haven't gone for the tee. They've just had a player holding the ball down. They want to get as many points as they can on the table. As, as Aidan McMahon will replace Maisie Allen. Great performance from Maisie Allen today. Yeah, I mean, she's been so good this year. Not really on the Chiefs' radar, especially at the start of the year, but her performance made her undroppable, especially during the World Cup period. You mentioned eight tries already this season, two today. It's hard to look past the start in every game for the rest of the season for Chiefs. She's been incredible today. Proves the calibre of players that we see at Exeter University rugby. So, Sandy Park applauds Alex Ellis as Mika Gooding comes on. Looks like a serious injury for Alex Ellis. We wish her the best and we hope that she will be well soon. We have a penalty here, 15 metres away from the post. Arrow straight to be taken by Gabby Cantona. Which is clear. Extra 36, uh, 37. Saracens, 12. Game over, do we think, Alex? Is that game over now? I mean, it's got to be. I mean, it's looking almighty 25 points in five minutes for Saracens to come back from this one. I mean, that is game sealed for Exeter. And it doesn't help Saracens very much in this league season so far right now. 
they will still be in mid-table, having won only half of their games this season. As defending champions, this is a really worrying start, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely it is, Joseph. Considering they've won all but one Premier 15's title, it's the fighting right up there. Once they click, they'll click, and they will be a threat at the end of the season, no doubt about that. Just being announced here by the PA, an attendance of 2,187 at Sandy Park here. Great turnout for Premier 15's match. And I think that shows to you how much women's rugby has accelerated. Crossfield kick there from Holly Aitchison, which falls towards Charlotte Clapp, co-captain of the Saracens, to make the score 37 Chiefs and 17 Saracens. Dominant victory for Exeter Chiefs, 37-17. I'm going to ask you, Alex, who, would, who are you going to nominate for your player of the match? I saw earlier on the, on the big screen, Liv McGovern got given it. I'm going to agree with the broadcasters here. She was such a difference maker. When she went off, the Chiefs attack really lacked something. And she made so much happen in that first number, especially managed the forwards really well, marshaled around the pitch and was eventually a difference maker. So Liv McGovern, no extra fly half, my, man, my woman of the match, I should say. Yes, I'll have to agree, Alex. I think my player of the match will be Liv McGovern. I think I'll mention so. Flo Robinson for the great ingenuity of that second try and also for her instrumental role in distributing the ball and also on mention I think to Katie Zachary as well. So speaking here with Steve Salvin, assistant coach of Ex-Chiefs Women, what do you think won Ex-Chiefs the game today? Um, energy, effort, uh, all the things that when sides are fully on it, um, they give and, and there was some you know, I think there was a really good strategy in place in terms of how we felt we could win the game today. But I think the thing that won us the game was energy and effort above anything else. So you talked about the energy and the effort there. Of course, the energy here about x women is to try and keep the pressure on Gloucester Hartbury right now at the top of the table. Saracens, of course, big name team in the league, of course, finalists and the team that beat Exeter Chiefs last year at six ways. Yeah. Coming into this game, was there a sense of pressure upon the squad to sort of avenge that loss last year? No, no, not at all. Um, we spoke, me and Susie spoke in the coaching office about an hour before the game and we said, like, whether we win or lose today, it's not going to define our season. It'll be either a disappointing day or a really pleasing day. And, and if we'd have lost, we'd have gone on to Bristol next week and tried to put in a performance there. So it was never about... Um, trying to get revenge for, for for the final. It was about trying to put in the best performance that we possibly could. And, and as I said, I just think the, the energy and the effort that the girls brought is what got us uh, what is what is actually an absolutely outstanding win. So, so pleased for the players. I thought they were immense today. Certainly an outstanding victory. Uh, and um, lastly, a good performance from a couple of the uni girls today, Maisie Allen and Florence in particular. Note on that? Note on that? Yeah, well, we know how lucky we are to have the, the link-up with the university, which obviously is headed up by Poppy. Um, and then, like you said, you know, Maisie, uh, Maisie and Flo today were, you know, were absolutely immense. Um, so it just shows the value in us having that programme. What I, I suppose I sort of see it as our academy in terms of the girls that come through it. But, you know, as good as Flo and Nancy were today... Sorry, I beg your pardon. Flo and um, Maisie were today. Nancy came off the bench. Katie Buchanan's around. Lizzie Hanlon's with us, you know what I mean? We've got some real quality coming through that university programme and, uh, and we saw the, the fruits of that today. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Expression FM coverage of Ex-Chiefs Women live at Sandy Park.